Hello and welcome to the Orca Pod. The three of us are here. We're the apex predators of LRG podcasting in Australia. And we are here to bring all the spice. We give nothing nice. We like to tear the plankton to shreds with our apex predator orca style. Uh, Annabelle, Max, how are you? Welcome to the episode. CK, lovely to be here. Um, I think I might be the sard- sardine in this situation and you two can be the orcas. I feel like we've established this. Um, the orca pod and the sardine. Maybe you're a jellyfish. We've got the true puffy fluffykins, the true apex predator here. Everyone bows in fear in front of the orca hunter, Sir Puffs. So we got another orca confessional this episode, so that was exciting. He's doubled down. It's like he knew we would be going on about this nonstop. Because uh, I, I intend to call this podcast the Orca Pod going beyond this this season going beyond canberra survivor other amateur survivors it's still it needed a name it has it now and it's gonna stick the orca pod i actually wrote down his quote because it was just hilarious well, what was his quote? Uh, it's it was in his confessional there was two yeah. two awesome quotes by james it was i came out with the goods baby yeah <laughs> i didn't have that much <laughs> emphasis <laughs> could have been a bit better anyway <laughs> and then um Walker is officially head of the pot again. That's what he said. <laughs> Just before everyone wanted to vote him out. Um, and as we saw, he came clutch. But we'll discuss that later on, I'm sure. We will. What I'm really glad about this episode, besides that John got booted, is, uh, uh, and yeah, it's glad to, good to see, is that I love the amount of advantages that were just flushed out of this look i'll be fair there were too many look i'm not i'm i'm a a survivor fan who doesn't like hate advantages i think they spice up the game i like how you have to build strategy around them and i like that everyone knew what advantages are in the game that's a key tenant of actually having them people knowing what they have to play around but there were just way too many like it was absurd and they're all gone when they went in to tribal, the only people who weren't carrying advantages were Joe, John, and Nick. Oh, wait, plot twist. No, yeah. surprise. Nick also has one. Joe and John were the only people there not holding advantages. And Unreal. Oh, yes. It, yeah. Well, that, we'll that could save them. Unity. Yeah, Ma had, Ma had an advantage that uh, wouldn't necessarily save her, but she had was holding an advantage. And, so we and saw as, the... <laughs> so, what this is a shock. Usually when I speak, I have to stop straight away, but you two stopped me like that. Wow, something must have changed. Um... <laughs> it's the whiteness of your teeth. I know they're almost really as white as your earbuds. It's insane. It's, I know. I, I just must be. The Max Max's hot take today is Did you have them professionally cleaned today? No, I didn't. Honestly, I'm I'm at the moment I'm in Sydney, uh not nowhere near my local dentist, but um my advice is floss floss and brush twice. Okay, this is going on too long. <laughs> what were you gonna say right, about right. the advantage? What were you gonna say about advantages? I'm excited. I this is a bit of me time. Just I'm shocked. Mute anyway, him, six... mute him, that's enough. 
You're struggling with it. You're struggling with it. We gave you the ball and you dropped it. To use a sporting (laughs) analogy, you dropped the ball and you've been sent back to the bench. I'm jumping jumping shit to the other podcast. Hopefully they have me on. I I think you'd be well suited for the other podcast. Uh, um, Now... uh, I wish you all the best. Six, now, six people. Six people played advantages. I just want to say that six people in this uh, title. Massive seven. Yes, I think you're, you're not. You're, I think you're not counting Ma, uh, Mao who left. Yes. Seven. Yeah, seven. Did I? I it's no. I, I didn't underline it. Yes, Malcolm left. Seven. Apologies. Um, Massive still. So, so what what remains seven. in the game advantage wise, and I think this is going to be really good for the rest of the season because so many are gone. Ma has a, a stealer vote, Mao has a canceller vote, and I believe the um, give safety without power remains at the ultimate sacrifice. So is that all that's left at the ultimate sacrifice? I believe so. Yes, it's the last advantage that's left there. But okay. I guess the big twist we saw today, uh, sorry, in the most recent episode, was the fact that Nick found an advantage, being the 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 idol, in a challenge. So there we're, are we're going to more... call this we're going to call this advantage the fishback advantage. So yeah. and just and just saying that because so we because Stephen Fishback found one in the same trivia challenge. It was in one of the urns in Cambodia. Spencer almost found it. Fishback found it, um, uh, and that's where. What what was what was that advantage? I'm not sure. I can't was, remember. That I, I can't happened. remember result. But knowing that knowing that there are no, so it wasn't Fishback. It was what's her name, Kelly. It was. Let's start from the beginning. Wentworth. So we come into the merge. Um, we're jumping all over the place at the moment. Max completely derailed us. Um, and it's time we get this back under control. So we come in, everybody's merged, everybody's getting together. We're excited about it, except for Sophie, who's thoroughly unimpressed by James Wolfe running around like a headless chook, putting a target on himself, and so not having a bar of him. Hey, look, he already had a target on him. He's the alpha. He's the alpha, the apex predator coming into the merge. He's leading a bunch of goats into like this merge. He's got John and Amy and Super Idol Mel. They're all goats. He's the obvious target. He's the predator. He knows it. And he's going to go out swinging by accusing Sophie of having all sorts of advantages, which he knows she has and he's right about, yet notwithstanding her constant denials. Do we not, do we not like that strategy? I think that accusing people in the numbers of having advantages they may or may not have is a sensible strategy, perhaps because I did it once. Who knows? I'm just saying it's a sensible strategy. I was going to say I'm sensing a lot of projection coming here. Um, (laughs) I think Sophie's lie about not having an advantage despite very publicly having a disadvantage was a choice. And also so many um, people have advantages. Like everyone, keep, everyone keeps saying having an advantage is a disadvantage. Not when like everybody in the fucking game has an advantage. <laughs> like it completely negates the advantage is a disadvantage concept. I think if you ask John being one of two people without an advantage <laughs> today was definitely <laughs> not an advantage. <laughs> Correct. Indeed. 
Um, Brutal. Yeah, so he accuses Sophie of having the idol because if Haley had have had it, she would have played it. No shit. You're right, James. It's a, it's a factual call. We agree with your assessment. Your, your detective work is sound. They also Meanwhile. don't mm-hmm. paint their flag, and I still don't think they got around to doing their flag at any point in this episode. I mean, Dan no, is going to be livid. There's no time when they're so busy running around throwing each other under the bus. I could barely keep up with it. So wouldn't you immediately start flipping on each other from the get-go? Anna's blabbing about everybody's advantages. Possibly the only information or the only thing that when you had on top of Kubrang was knowing all of the different advantages that they had. Anna, never content just to, you know, keep the numbers, uh, decided instead that she wanted to sabotage her own tribe even more. Fortunately, there is somebody there who's managing to build relationships and John manages to immediately build trust with Ma, Michael and, um, and Nick and to the point where, and I thought this was actually incredibly impressive, John was so far down the list of who people wanted to target that not only was he the bottom of the list of orange, but there were actually people on purple that purple wanted to target before John, despite only having spent what could have been less than an hour with him. So I thought... You're absolutely right, but Mars running this tribe and this game, and they have a pre-game relationship. So I want to give credit to John because he is a great social player, and we know that. But do you not think that Mars' position of power and her vouching for him is a huge factor of why he was able to secure that position so quickly? It it was CK, but when we look at who voted for who, it was Mars' vote um, against John that essentially sent him packing. No, he was gone. What do you mean? What vote? Like, it didn't matter. Everyone was immune. We, we can get, yeah, we can get to that later, yeah. but she didn't have anybody it's, else to vote for. Only three people point. could be voted it's, out. But it's, one of them was Mara, yeah, one of them was John, one of them was Joe. But it's still, it's, I'm just saying, it's how, how would you say John jumps in front of Joe in that position? No, I, given, I think given yeah, the, I think, the, I think, the yes. But before Ma voted, she didn't know that five idols were going to be played. So it's a bit hard to make. You know, yes, if she knew that was going to happen, she probably would have put her vote on Joe, I think. But no one knew what was going to happen. Like, that was a lot of idols. No one expected that many idols. That got out of control. But I'm glad it happened. I'm glad they're all out of the game. I think that from here it can be really interesting. And the advantages remaining are more subtle and can be used in interesting ways. I wonder what would have happened if Mal hadn't left that tribal. Yes. Mal, I think he goes. I think Mal goes. You think he goes? I think he goes. It's, there was a few, yeah. That 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 tribal, a few, like even Michael playing that idol um, for himself. Uh, I'm not sure the, if he felt really comfortable or he felt safe. He, I'm sure his name was 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 as we saw was being thrown around, but. The, I think I when you who played it first, who who went first? Well, firstly, Mao was the target, and then he goes right. So now they're now everyone's out for themselves. Like, was my name mentioned besides Malcolm's? Yes. Now I'm worried if I've got an idol, right? So, Plus, Michael's can only be played here in final five. So you, if you think you're in danger, just go for it. You know, like 
the only half of these people making it to five. Like it's it's a bigger deal for um a Amy, not Amy, Anna, <laughs> Anna to play it because she could have used it later. But you know, she had to do it as well. So I guess if we're already jumping to this point, we're gonna jump. Um, if we're gonna jump to this point, Woofy James Woof actually successfully pulled off the minority vote that he was talking to Anna about. So he had successfully managed to get it split where it was three on Michael, three on Mel, Mel playing her super idol, one on Anna, two on John, which meant that Anna didn't have to play her idol. And then on Mel plays her super idol, Michael goes home. What unfortunately happened for James is that Nick immediately went and blabbed to Michael so that Michael knew to play his legacy idol. Now, Michael actually plays his idol third. So first of all, Anna gets up and even though she didn't need to, plays her idol, has a little cry about how everyone's telling her what to do. What to expedience because all of your ideas suck. Nick gets up and plays his legacy idol. Then Michael plays his idol at this point. At this point, everyone's yeah. playing idols. He knows that um, Mel's going to play her super idol too. And then, then Sophie comes in and plays her soon to expire idol. So yeah, I don't know if, did, did Sophie's last another tribal? Yeah, that she didn't need to play it this round. It yeah, I felt she could have held off, but God, the, yeah. the, the ovaries it would take to hold off um, playing an idol in that situation when so many people are immune. And it's not like she was immune from the conversation. James Wolfe had been attacking her verbally and throwing her out as a liar repeatedly for the whole time. Like <laughs> with that, she could be a target. Like she's not going to get majority votes, but she could cop one or two. Yeah. And that's what Sophie said. Not where James came from. You, you know, you could cop one or two. James could be voting for you. And that could have been enough in that situation. So yeah, I fair. fully respect her. With only one more tribal to go where it would have been available. I respect that choice. Um, I, I would have jumped Nick? back a bit to, to Nick. What about Nick playing his idol? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Well, John just tried to get everyone to vote for him, right, in a public statement. Plus, Nick was being such a snake this episode. I loved it. He fully – like, he he – roped Malcolm in to flipping to the oranges, not the other way around. And then he immediately goes to the to the purples and says, Malcolm wants to flip to the oranges. And I told him I would, but I'm not going to. That is not what happened. He lured Malcolm into saying he'd do it and then like just turned on him. So he was being full snake. I love it. I absolutely love the snake. Uh, but when you're doing snaky things like that and then John calls you out for it, you're playing that idol. <laughs> Nick has been, it would be remiss of me to go in on Anna and not go in on Nick. He has been an absolute hot mess. <laughs> hot mess this season. And it is virtuous that they have had, that he's first of all so tight with Ma and also that they haven't had to go to tribal that many times. Because I feel like he's successfully brought as much attention to himself on Kuberang as James was on Winyu. And at yes. least for all of his hot messness, James is playing quite strategically, is able to guide votes, is kind of in control of where things are going. Nick is, I don't even know what's going on with Nick. The thing, I, I agree, though 
I feel if we're comparing the the apex predators here, I feel the snake and the orca. I feel that um, I feel that Nick has a better way of persuading people to see it his way. Now James has all the right moves, like his strategy that he wanted to do, including most importantly getting Anna to play her idol for Mel so that they didn't have to use the super idol and to build trust again between the oranges is actually just like an incredible move. But he talks to her like she's a fucking chess piece that's not moving in the way he wants. Now, I agree she's being annoying, but that's does he want her to do what he wants or not? He's just sort of like coming at her aggressively. And to be honest, I understand, James. This is a stressful game, and when morons won't do what you want, when it's clearly the right move, it's very difficult to just massage them into the situation. So I get it, because you don't have time. I respect it. I know how it feels. But that's a weakness in a game like this. You don't agree, Annabelle? You're giving me faces. I feel that the edit, and by the edit I mean Dan, has been very generous in the Anna is a victim of mansplaining and being the sweet, quiet girl who doesn't get heard. Anna has been given a lot of talk space by her allies. Anna has been given a lot of space by new people on Kuburang who are potentially happy to work with her. Anna consistently has terrible takes, whether it's let's flush our ally's super idol alienating her before the merge. Or, that was the worst one. No, I refuse to listen to your plan, which not only manages to save all four of us and also preserving a super idol. Anna, who... that You cannot tell me that John was mansplaining to Anna. I agree. Am I saying James Wolfe is the charming silver tongue that I suspect he would like to think of himself as. No. You know, and he I does, think he does he does sell real estate. You know what those we guys see are like. a real juxtaposition this episode between him and Ma, who Ma who's able to subtly guide people towards what they want to do or what she wants them to do using explanations as to why it would be good for them. Yeah. Uh, where James Wolf can't pull that off. In fairness, no. look at what James Wolf has to work with though. <laughs> Can I just say, while we bring up Ma, she was incredible. She continues to be incredible. She's incredible in this episode. She's controlling everything. No one's targeting her. I've decided we should give her a nickname. She should be the godmother, but we're not going to go with the godmother. We're going to go with the godmother in Spanish, which is <laughs> La Madrina. La Madrina. La Madrina. Just That's like Eclipse, they went with Eclipse. Spanish is fancy. Eclipse is not. English is not. So we're going to go with La Madrina for Mark. La Madrina. I love it. And I love Josh's take. It is Former great. host Josh Petey is, is watching us today. And he thinks the Anna-Mel rivalry needs to be seen another scene. It's so good. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's like a max take. That's like warm. I'm not that into it. Oh. <laughs> Don't need to do just uh, like that. You now have some allocated speaking time to give your opinions. Should I just talk me? About yes, I, I think we do need more time for my opinions. I think we do. Okay, shall I continue? Oh, all right. You've got to continue anyway, so go go ahead. No, no, no. Warm us so up, you mate. Want to talk about all right. What did you What did you guys think of the folklore challenge being the merge challenge? Do you feel like it was a good, good choice, bad choice, good challenge, bad challenge? 
What do you guys think before I have my lukewarm take on this one? I loved it. I loved that it combined memory with um, cardiovascular fitness. I thought it was awesome that James managed to keep up with Michael and Mar even when they were um, even when they were working together, you know, and it, it just showed that he having both a sharp memory, he clearly wasn't a stoner in high school, um, and also being equally fit to Michael was a real help there. I, I do like as a challenge. I think it gives people, uh, if you're fit, fitness is the key, but, you know, everyone can run. Um, it doesn't require balance or throwing things at something like either you're fit or you're not. If you can run, you can't. Like it's, and, and everyone has a brain. And so how good were you at reading comprehension? Like I think it's a really good challenge for fairness in terms of um, who can do what. I sort of prefer an endurance challenge for the first one of the merge. Um, generally speaking, I feel like it's who wants it the most. But what worked very well for this episode was it was so clear that um, it, it, even though they made it clear in the edit, it was always going to be obvious that James was in trouble and then James won. So, and you were following his journey and then the others were teaming up on him. And you're like, whatever you thought of him to this point, <laughs> you're like, well, fuck all them. They're just teaming up on him. Go, James, win this fucking challenge. Yeah. Don't make this an easy boot. Otherwise, it's going to be a boring episode. They're all voting for you. Like, if he if he doesn't win that, he just goes and all that gets flushed is the orange idols and we're stuck with like a bazillion other idols still in the game. So it was the best outcome for the show and you knew that as the viewer. So it was really exciting to watch him um go uh, and how close it was like michael was right there so um i think it was very good in that way and even even that edit of of the challenge where they had the answers in the top right of the screen um just just it was done really well just the Can way I... the... this is max's talking time let him have Sorry. his five minutes I've only got 30 seconds left, CK. Just the way um, the viewers got to got to see the answers, because when when the the information was read out, I forgot like straight away. So I would have I would have struggled with that challenge. Um, probably would have done well physically, but not just over the, the excitement of it. Probably not. Um, but just giving giving the reminder to the viewers that the of the answers, uh, and also how it allowed for a bit of collusion with the helping out of answers. It just well, adds an extra I, I, dynamic, which makes it fun. On that, Josh, um, PD, once their thoughts on players helping each other in the challenge, you I, said I, I, it's, it's fun. I liked it. I liked it because, because um, it, it could have been, it could like if it was very obvious that there were groups of people helping one particular person, I wouldn't have liked that, but I felt as if it wasn't as bad as it could have been in terms of just the the whole, if you want to look at the, the fairness of anyone can win the merge immunity challenge, especially as you said before, CK, uh, in the past that merge, the merge, the first immunity challenge is one where it usually goes to someone who wants it the most. Uh, whereas I, this I, one, yeah. Yeah. I'm this also one fine allowed, different and, and that's just, it's a good difference. If it's not against the rules, it's in the rules and you can do whatever the hell you want. It's a social game. You're showing people you're connected. That's your choice to show people that, to demonstrate that. That could have ramifications. But equally, what's most important for you right there is you feel beating James. So you're going to reveal that to people. That's what a choice. I, what I felt. Make the choice. What? It's fine. I Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go. 
I there's been a lot of this. I think this question is coming from there's been a lot of discourse on the last Australian Survivor Immunity Challenge. About oh, with the, it, the one with Liz and um, where Liz was helping. Yes, and yeah. how it's a way that the majority can help work together to keep the minority and the minority in, in what should be an equaliser. However, I would argue that in this specific challenge, unlike, say, one which is just about filling up buckets, um, you there's room for error. That help might not necessarily be help. So lest we forget the Stephen Fishback Abby Maria showdown in this challenge when he gave her the incorrect answer or she misheard him and she yeah, he, 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 he she she ran up, he picked one up, she just grabbed it out of there, he put it back down, and then went right. to the next one. So I, I think <laughs> did, did John do something similar? I thought he might he tried yes, to, he tried to like intentionally moved off the lid off a little piece to make it look like he just no, that wasn't John, that was Michael. Sorry, that was Michael. Oh, it was Michael? Okay. Yeah. I love that. That's such a fish, also, a fishback move. That's the fishback move. It's the Kelly Wentworth move to find the idol in the jug. Another, another good comment on this particular challenge as well. We knew that the right answers had black rocks and then they had to, that to open up the little packets. I'm not sure how aware people were when watching, but you could ultimately go back. You could do maybe four questions and then go back to another correct answered um, block, take those rocks or a couple rocks, open them and a bit of a sleight of hand. Yes, it's this camera there, but you can put it like that sleight of hand. And you drop two instead of one. Uh, who knows? A little bit of a like if you're if you're a quick thinking person who wants to cheat in a game like in a game like Survivor, why not? It would have been. Interesting okay, I said anything happened. goes, but now you're taking it too far. Like that's just that too far, fragrant cheating. I'm just saying there was a there was a loophole there. There was a loophole. You never know. The what, roll back the camera. Hell, I don't think so. Nah, we Dom's there. Dom is focused. There. Laser focused. He's, he's not on every Thank single so question. He jumped right in there. Yeah, Don was there. He's judging it. <laughs> he was probably on one one of the tables, Sophie. He was on all the tables. Jo Dom is <laughs> omnipresent <laughs> and omnipotent. He can see all and knows all. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. Just just could have happened. I could have, but like we would have seen it in the edit, right? Um, like, like, could, you, could, could you imagine like Dan going back to edit this and he's trying to find all the different spots of um of of him finding all the different ones? He's like, fuck's sake, like James didn't actually go to half these tables. Like <laughs> we have to edit this shit together. Uh yeah. Aston says they made sure they couldn't cheat. Where you know, as we say, not as Ma ah la I <laughs> here earlier, Ma La Madrina. That's our name for you. I don't know if you you've just joined us. Uh, if you just joined us, your nickname because of how much you're dominating this season is the Godmother, but because everything sounds better in Spanish, as according to you, Eclipse and Eclipse, you are La Madrina, the Godmother. I'm going to need Spanish. to remind you on that a few times. La now, Madrina. I had two more comments on this challenge. One was shout out to the real icons of this challenge, the old couple having a casual picnic right <laughs> in the middle of it. Um, <laughs> okay, she wants Martina. La Madrina. <laughs> Love oh, that. that's even better. That's funny. <laughs> and number two, the real victim of sexism in this season, Joe and her poorly fitting bra. Yes, John, thank you. Again, great minds <laughs> think alike. Um, we Joe is the real victim of the patriarchy, and I won't let the edit tell me otherwise. 
justice for Joe, production should have stepped in. I'm sure Dom could have fashioned one together for her uh, with his excellent skills. Uh, but, but look, uh, are we suggesting that this was the sort of Survivor season where production chose the con- clothing yes. of the contestants? Like it occurs yes. in real... So, yeah. oh, so they, they chose, chose the bra. The bra well, they gave them umbrellas. <laughs> they chose the bra. They okay. chose the bra. Joe was robbed. You heard it here first. I'm pretty um, sure. I was going to say, oh, oh, no, no, I can't say that. I can't say that. It's It was a really I'm the fun... Nice one. We, we, we didn't... Um, yes, they all say sacrifice zone. All right, moving on to the sacrifice zone. Anna has another Anna classic, comes up with a killer idea. Oh, my God, Mal. Why don't you give me your advantages <laughs> for nothing in return? It would be a great move. Mal, oh my god, moron, doesn't get on board with this one. Once again, no one listening to Anna. Why won't they hear her? And he manages to go back with a uh, uh, cancel a vote. <laughs> Don't, do we think that a cancel a vote return for an auto vote against you, that the auto vote against you is actually significantly worse than a cancel a vote is good? Can you say that again? Sorry. So, so Mal gets a cancel a vote, right? That he can play. His punishment is an auto vote against him at this tribal that he mm-hmm. went home at. So didn't even yeah. get the vote. Uh, I thought- it's. I want to. My biggest criticism of this is to our good friend Amy Anna and Amy and Amy and Amy. Um, she was there. She elects not to go for the advantage because she's trying to convince Mao to use his safety without power on John when she could just go for the advantage, get, give safety without power and fucking give it to John. Like it's a 50, 50 that she actually gets an advantage that she could have used for the exact same thing she was trying to get Mao to do, which he was not going to do. So I think that's a really poor choice in that situation. Do you guys agree? That that was a personal move. That was just a a move, in my opinion, to get her one one tribal further, uh, to gain a little bit of trust. And as as we said at the start, the majority of the Win You t- uh, tribe tribes people wanted to flip straight away. We saw just, that. You guys but, aren't listening to Anna, and it disgusts me. What? Did Anna give us an explanation for this? You're just not listening to her (laughs) and the geniusness in that move, and it repulses me. I don't think a single person, I I know you're joking and it's hilarious, but I don't think a single person (laughs) in this game who has given away the advantage opportunity has had it paid back to them in any material way. Go for the fucking advantage. No one is going to hold it against you, and no one is giving you special favors because you let them take it. Like, People will save you if it suits their game, regardless of whether they let you have the advantage or no, not. No, no, but CK, Anna doesn't want to be seen as an even bigger threat in a game that is filled with advantages. <laughs> let's, let's get real. So don't yes, hold the that only advantage. Her. There were two advantages left. They're both minor, and one of them was exactly what she wanted and could have used to save John, and then all four oranges would be fine. All four of them. 
So then who goes in that situation? Let's just play this game. No, he already had safety without power. He just didn't have... It's the cancel a vote. No, no. Yes, but the other thing he could have chosen, there's two remaining, is the give safety without power. Oh, yeah. So you can send someone away. You can't send yourself. Yeah, she could have... I know. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So it's all good in hindsight. We get back to camp and it's... This isn't hindsight. She was deliberately trying to convince Mal to use the similar advantage he has at the time. It's not like later she's like, oh, it would have been good if I had that advantage. She knew that was the advantage she needed and it was available for the taking. It's a head scratcher. But again, if we all listened to her, maybe we'd be a bit brighter. I Um, think she's going to the end. I think she's going to be at the end. (laughs) This is a winner's edit, Annabelle. Oh, no, she's not going to win. She's not going to win, but she's going to be there at the end, I reckon. Well, it's a winner's I know what <laughs> We get back to camp, and it's immediately and bleedingly obvious to everybody there that I don't know why, but James is simping hard for Anna, and those two are a tight duo. Um, Nick picks up on this. Uh, Mel picks up on this and immediately ditches James as an ally. Um, and Mal identifies this, and now Mal and Nick start to think, what if we started working with James and Anna? And and by starts to think, you mean uh, Nick just gets Malcolm to admit that he'd do it and then goes and tells everyone <laughs> that Malcolm's ready to flip. Clearly, clearly uh, Nick just wanted to throw Malcolm under the bus any way he could and did an amazing job of it, and Malcolm had to bail out of there with his advantage. So, you know, kudos for that. Before that, China's asked if there's a showmance in this game. I think that'd be a spoiler, so we're not going to reveal that. I would say there is a showmance, and it's between Anna and a lack of common sense. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. Oh, my God, I can't wait till Anna's on this. But, you know, when she wins the game, do we really give it back to you? I I think she's going to the end. This is uh, the way Dan and Liv want to edit her as the one. So we'll see. We'll see when she's uh, here, here in the last episode that we ever do, um, and she's 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 there being I told you so. It's gonna make a good episode. It's gonna make for some some uh, absolute drama, just so like the, last the... week's Banfield podcast. If you guys who haven't watched it yet or listened to it, I suggest you do because there was some some tea spilled. And if you don't know what it the, is, the Banfield podcast is a wonderful one. If you're just feeling like you know, sometimes in life you just feel so happy. You know, you're just so happy. Everything's going right. Your job's great. Your love life's great. Your friends are great. Everything's just really good. And you're like, I feel too happy. <laughs> I want to feel sad. You, sometimes you could listen to some sad music or you could just go listen to Banfield talk about his survivor experience and you will appropriately bring down your level of happiness to a more moderate level with the I, level I of despair reco- coming out of that man's mouth. I haven't recovered yet. It's been a week and I, I feel like I should have taken tonight off just as a... <laughs> <laughs> it was an incredibly break, sad podcast break, but no. And we lost John even worse, so it sucks. We've got we just got two two shots, and I'm I'm feeling a bit low with this one. Two two. I'm glad times. we lost John. He's just a cocky bastard. That's a totally go. I like. I like <laughs> he's watching, and we'll see. See, he's and we know. Well. And the you know, okay. Here's a little. Fun. Okay, let's let's. Are we ready? Do you want to talk more about this? Or we cover everything? Well, the one last thing I wanted okay. to say is: Does Mal give Anna the cancel a vote, or does he just show it to her? He, he I think he gave her. it to her, but we didn't see her giving it back, and then he had it back. So that's some poor editing, Dan. 
yeah. Editing, yeah. The editing was... What do, what do you guys think in terms of rating this episode? Would this be up there with, if not the best episode or probably potentially top two? Or are we calling it too early? Uh, the first half everything was pretty dull. Going on. The first half was a bit dull because you sort of just knew James was going to go. And then... Um, John, you're going to be on the show in like five seconds. You can tell us like in person. You don't need to put two comments there. We'll go into that when he comes back, all right? Um, uh, Okay. That's a good explanation that you can give when you come on the show, John. What what about – I'm going to re-question it. In terms of the the live reality games that we have out on YouTube, um, the Australian uh, state versions, was this one of the best tribal cancels we've seen on camera? Well, it depends if you just like advantage Geddens. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, feel like, I feel like I'm making a... If we a could have here. had, if we could have had a minority split vote, like James had set it up to be, up against Ma rallying all of the votes against Mal and watched how that played out, then yes, I think this could have been a real top tier episode. But because seven advantages were played and essentially the only person left without one gets the boot... Um, I think that's that's what kind of stopped this one from making a top five. Yeah, and okay. and and it, and if someone like shocking had gone out because of all the advantages, like let's say La Madrina gets blindsided because of it all, that would like that would suck because she's really great on it. But that, that would be amazing. But John was just like the default target anyway. So like all that advantage for nothing, no outcome, and it just felt like he was a bit of a dead duck in that situation. The thing that people that know John will know is that he fucking hates survival advantages. He hates advantage get-ins. <laughs> when he's involved in an LRG, putting it together, the last thing... So John and I, as long with um, uh, Josh Peterson, who's been commenting, and Vince, who used to be on this show uh, with Josh, were, were put sort of in charge of coming up with and then putting to the committee the sort of advantages we would have in Melbourne Survivor 4. And I can tell you, John rallied against any suggestion of too many advantages. And I think we all know why now. He has PTSD <laughs> from this PTSD from this vote out. Let's bring in, he's labelled himself the Mayor of Ponderosa. Oh, man. <laughs> he wasn't ready. He looked ready. Sorry. <laughs> um, I hadn't charged my laptop yet, and, and then so I was like, "Oh shit!" So then I had to move it uh, to be charged. All right, John, welcome to the show. You've been watching us. You've been commenting in the chat. Very important point there that I didn't raise. We asked what was going on in the edit. Malcolm had uh, safety without power. Then he gave it to uh, Anema, and then how did it get back to Malcolm? Um, yeah, so I, I think. Malcolm did actually trust. Uh, so Ma- Malcolm actually really, really wanted to work with both Anna and I. Um, and he, like he thought like he would have the numbers. And I think if maybe Anna and I had more trust that it had you know been flushed down the toilet in the last round, I might have actually gone um, gone with it. Um, but yeah, so Malcolm actually gave Anna the safety without power to hold. Um, but the, although we do know that like possession means like 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 whoever holds it owns the idols uh, or the advantage. Um, but then when Malcolm started getting, um, you know, bad vibes from that tribal, when, when like 
the orca is running around everywhere, <laughs> coming up with different plans. Even the orca's meant to be running with Malcolm. Um, um, Malcolm, yeah, Malcolm got, uh, got a bit paranoid, and rightly so. Um, and then asked Anna for the safety without power back, and that's when he played it. What did you think was going to happen before the advantage game? What did you think the plan? At what point? Because I feel like what goes in my head change many times in that episode. Before it starts, you're walking into Tribal Council. It's before Malcolm uses his safety without power. Yeah. What did you think the, the plan was going to be? Did, yeah. Did so, be split? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess like going going into the, the round, like um, I was like, yeah, it's definitely Wolfie because you know he's rubbed uh, God Godmother uh, Don Sophie up the wrong way. La Madrina. Uh, La Madrina. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, oh, oh no, more more Sophie that that he uh, like, he he'd burnt. Uh, whereas I had made really good relationships with everyone apart from Sophie because um, Sophie lives in Canberra, so she went home overnight. Whereas the rest of us um, um, uh, stayed overnight, so we weren't allowed to the, strategize. What was the sleep situation? Were you all in tents? Yeah, we, we, we all had tents. Um, I was, uh, so, so I, it, um, I, I, I wanted to, so I purposely didn't, um, not, not, I, mean, I mean, I was fine from, one, I don't have a tent, but then two, like I could have borrowed a tent, but <laughs> I wanted to share a tent with someone from Purple so I, I could, you know, try to build mm -hmm. something overnight. Uh, so it was actually originally meant to be um, me, Michael, and, and Ma um, overnight, but then James also insisted on, <laughs> on, on, on being there. So Michael spooned with Nick uh, while I um, was like the middle, you know, shield cock blocking, you know, <laughs> James and Ma. <laughs> um, 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 but In, but yeah, how, how like, big was uh, this tent? Uh, like a two person tent? Are we talking about a larger tent? <laughs> Did you? Yeah, oh, like, yeah, like like a, like a standard three person kind of. Tent, so like five pit five people in the three person. No, 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 no. Um, Nick and Michael were in another tent. Um, okay. but but yeah. So then, like, I, I knew it was gonna be James. So what you actually don't, it's not super obvious in the channel, but you can see a little bit of it. Was I actually? I just knew, like, it's I didn't. I don't need to win immunity as long as anyone but James. Like, like it's just not not James. So I knowing that you know, like like Michael's probably the, the next fittest. Um. Like, a great my, my, yeah, like, I, I guess, like, it was a cardio. You have, like, Nick, basically, Nick, James, and Michael are probably the three fittest cardio wise. Um, so I actually followed Michael everywhere and I told him all the answers. Um, and that's are what you, he actually, you, he actually seen me several times running up later than Michael because I'm like, I was very unfit at this point after COVID. Uh, but, but then I, and I told him the answer. So we were, uh, Michael and James were actually at seven all, but then Michael actually forgot which stations had been to. And on the last one, he ran back to one he'd already been to and they wouldn't let him get that rock. Uh, uh, so cheating that <laughs> so, so they, to introduce oh, yeah. was not available. Yeah, so uh, uh, unfortunately, the, the cheating was thwarted, uh, which in all fairness to James, well done. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. It's, it's always nice to see someone, you know, um, win, win, win against the uh, the collective. But but that's why Michael, you see when Michael, like, um, you know, after the challenge, he, he, he walks away and he goes to the camera like, fuck, you like, it was totally James. Yeah. And like, James is like right next to him. He just does not give a shit yeah. because like, it was so clear <laughs> that we were working together to get rid of it. <laughs> Yeah, it would have been um, an incredibly boring episode if James didn't win. Yeah, yeah. So sort of um, the episode. But yeah, so like, I, I, at that point, I'm like, I'm fucked. There's like absolutely nothing I can do because, like, you know, it's six uh, purple, four orange. Like, 
like as if you don't boot an orange first like why make it five four when the tribe's fractured and then now like you're, you're giving the oranges like the upper hand like it's it's better off to boot an orange it's six three um you know and and now you have more room to play around with if you do want to you know, shake things up uh so i thought yeah i'm absolutely fucked but you know i i never want to leave survivor like not having like done absolutely everything i possibly could have like i i, I don't like people who just sit back and go yeah it's like it's me um so i just like hustled ran around to every group to see what those do and like everyone kept telling me oh no no like it's not you i really really want to work with you and like i just thought they were lying to me i just thought like like how dumb do you think i am like i know i'm the obvious boot like <laughs> um but like well and, you, you, and so you, for me sorry sorry I want to ask you a strategic question. Yeah, I know mm -hmm. you're the boot, and the editor says you're not. And I think they wanted to save you, but it came too difficult with what happened. Once Malcolm left, noting that they would have splitted the votes on Mel and one of you, and you, if you guys had all voted together, you could have taken out one of them, like Joe. Yeah. So, 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 yeah. So, I guess like um, what you don't, what you don't see. I mean, I mean, one like to to to, to take it back, like like. Because yeah, like um, when I was watching it, I was yeah, surprised, so surprised everyone actually was trying to save me. And so I knew that the two votes were um, the the two plans were um, you know the Mars plan to take out Malcolm and the other plan was Malcolm's plan to take out Michael. Um, and so like because like I just didn't trust Anna, and that point when James was so tight with her, I kind of started not trusting James either. Um, Mel and I decided. You, is that because you lied to Anna and? You didn't tell her about the no. Did he, oh, okay, so like you didn't tell her that you were voting for you. No, so so, so that last vote. Yeah, I mean, if you want to go back to that last vote, like Anna and I spoke for like God, like half an hour because it was a longer one because the other we tribe. Saw, was we saw you too. get frustrated. Um, and I, and I was trying to explain to her why, like, if you have in a tribe of five, you can't get a group of three to like do a split vote, especially if someone has a super rider where you can't play that wrong, uh, and because otherwise, like. You know, Haley and Melga team. I put their two votes on me or James. Like, you know, um, and I was trying to explain it to her, but she kind of just assumed I was going with her move. So then, like, she, even in that tribal, she thought I was voting Mel when I was just like, <laughs> like I was trying. I gave her like a, yeah. a lot of reasons why it was a bad idea, but I, I, think, I think, I think she did have the necklace. I think like that sort of, gave, you know, I, I, it's not not just from, in case of Anna, but in all times in survival, people have the necklace. They start, you know, trying to make more moves with it because they're safe and it can't. Yeah go back on them um but no like but but, but yeah. to, to get back to my point like mel, mel and i were like we, we don't really feel great with anna and james and so that's why we decided to go with Mar's idea rather than malcolm's idea but 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 i thought either way i'm good like i'm not the name and so i just thought all right as long as he doesn't get spooked as long as he doesn't because we, we all knew everyone's advantages except nicks which i'll get to in a second um like let, let's just keep him safe like let's not like make it too tr crazy a travel council and he thinks that anna james and i are going to vote vote with him to take out um and, and i think he thought nick was with him too to to, to take out um to michael um and, and i think as nick actually was going to vote at michael but knowing that michael was going to play the legacy idols he was trying to play both sides yeah. um but so like malcolm thought he had the votes but then he started getting a bit spooked in tribal and and yeah i, I definitely don't think it helped that that, that jesus was walking around whispering whispering new plans to everyone which was apparently wasn't even a plan like um he just said 
he was fake whispering kind of um, plans, but I think that got Malcolm really, really scared. Oh, you mean at tribal? He wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Him. Have you seen the episode? Like, he, yeah, you know. he's whispering. Yeah. Oh, yeah. CK wasn't even drunk when he watched it. I wasn't. This was about a week ago. So. I don't feel listened to, team, and um, it's really upsetting me. Um, John, can you please tell us what the whispering at Tribal Council was? I actually know because he purposely didn't whisper to me um, as, as, as well. So he starts whispering to like random and that's why like it just felt like more chaotic. And I usually like strategically try to sit at the back in the middle so I can like hear kind of the whispering. But I think I got forced to because Mark and I went in first. We got forced to sit on the little bench uh, down, down in the corner. Uh, so I was like the furthest away from everyone too. But um, Mal so, so Malcolm gets, uh, so like Dan goes, it's time to vote. Malcolm gets up going, you know, I'm, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Um, and, and, and then like Dan's like, all right, now it's time to vote. I'm like, hold up. Like, 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 yeah. you know, I, I, I know, like, cause I, I knew my, my, uh, Michael was going to play the legacy um, yeah. idol uh, um, as, as well. So I was like, hold on, I'm not going to be the default food. Let me come up with another plan. And the thing is like, I targeted, cause everyone knew what everyone had. Um, but I specifically targeted Nick because I knew when he went to, um, to the sacrifice and I got the idol. So I yeah. knew Nick possibly couldn't possibly have got that. I knew yeah. Michael got the uh, Love Rocks legacy idol. Like, like he couldn't have got anything from that. And uh, what I didn't know <laughs> was, so you, you don't really see it very much because it didn't end up in a storyline. But um, so when you found um, the first round of that Love was Rocks. Your, that was your Love Rocks idol, right? That's the one he got. They repl replanted it. Yeah, so, so, so so you so so Yeah, so when you found the first um, the first um, round of Love Rocks, which is the four rocks, including Joseph, but then Joseph got booted immediately. So yeah. we only had two rounds of Love Rocks left, like the two Love Rocks and the one Love yeah. Rock. Yeah. Um, but due to a combination of things, so... Because uh, we were uh, like literally at the top, like on top of a giant mountain. So with, with Haley's ankle um, making it hard for her to walk up and down that giant mountain, the fact that it started pouring and um, the fact that we were already late on time, they kind of just kept us around the challenge slash tribal zone. So oh, we couldn't. You didn't we, didn't to camp a lot. we didn't have an opportunity to go back to camp to find the last two, and so I, we just thought, all right. The orange legacy idol just did not get found. I didn't yeah. realize that they would rehire that um, at the challenge because obviously, like, like I was confident that Nick didn't have anything. Well, <laughs> um, I, I, I understand that because there weren't enough advantages in the game, so I felt it was important that they rehired the one that hadn't been been done. I think I think that was appropriate in the circumstances, right? Like, you got to have at least a couple of advantages in yeah. the game. There wasn't and, enough. So, and the other thing, right, was Joe and I were the only ones at that point to have not gone to sacrifice. And the rule had been to that point, you can only go once, you can only get your one, like, advantage. Um, and, and then, like, literally, the, the whole time Joe and I talking, we finally get to get the sacrifice. We were so excited. And I was hoping I'd, like, you have a sob story and, and convince Joe, like, like, I'm feeling in danger. Please, like, l let me take the advantage. Which I, Joe's a lovely person. I feel like she probably would have given it to me. Yeah. Um, and, and then they were like, no. Not you and not you and John. You guys just to, don't get to go. To be honest, I can get to go again. They both right. have things from. Why why reset that rule when there's actually only two advantages left? That seems like a really silly situation. I, I, don't, I don't know. You get a better storyline for this episode because if you go, let's say Joe does let you take the advantage, you take um, give safety without power. 
you then give that to Mel to use on you, mm. and then Joe gets voted out for letting you have it. Yeah. yeah. Or, or, or if I, I mean, it also depends on what disadvantage I would have pulled from the thing. Cause like it's, it's not, there's four disadvantages and it's random chance. So yeah, but it wouldn't know, matter what one you got. No, we're not, oh, I, I, I know, but like, I guess like I'm saying, if I didn't pull the one that Malcolm got, which was the get a vote against you, which is like the worst um, but one. You'd be gone. But, but, you would have left. You wouldn't be at the travel. Yeah. Yes. Right yeah. But, but, but what, what I mean is like, uh, even like the cancel a vote would, would have been enough. Cause I only got, to, I only went home with two votes. Uh, you, you would have but, taken give safety out power. That's what you would have taken. Yeah. Sure. But, 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 but whatever it is, like, um, yeah, I targeted Nick because I was so sure he didn't have anything. And when he stood up and was like, hold on, like whipped out the aisle, <laughs> my heart just like sunk. And, 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 and then Dan was like, for the third time, like, you know, uh, we have to, we have to vote. And at that point, like, I mean, if I had, if I had more time, I would have gone, all right, Joe's the only, I, I guess, and Mark are the only other options, like, um, like Mel and I, let's vote Joe. But you know, I wasn't even sitting next to Mel. Like we, yeah. this was the third time Dan had said it's time to vote. Like, I, yeah. I, and I had already used my shot. Like, uh, and I had it fail spectacularly. So I really couldn't pull together a plan C like that late. But yeah, in hindsight, I probably got to target Joe. But the other thing was like at that point, like if I'm trying to get purple to flip on each other, like I, I basically need to like give them a, a big incentive, right? They're not going to flip on the purple alliance to vote up Joe. They're, they're, they're going to flip on the purple alliance to take out one of their threats. You know how like Mars been wanting to take out Malcolm the entire game. <laughs> um, so like um, like use option to take out a big threat. Like that, that's the only incentive they would have to to make a yeah, big move like that. But they would have to split five one once Malcolm's gone. Now I appreciate yeah. you didn't wrangle that at that time, but they would have to split five one. Um, and they're not going to do that, right? Like, yeah, um, yeah, and I think like the other, the other thing is like, yeah, if Anna, James, I, and Mel were united for, there's no way but you, we but you weren't that. anymore. It, it, yeah, it, it, we weren't. We weren't. Like that, 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 that was a problem because like it, it, then it didn't matter who where the votes went, how many eyes were played. Mel would just yeah. play the super idol on like the one that like got the votes. Um, so if you want to know who you voted for, uh so at that point, like I kind of just thought like. I'm fucked. It's just between me and Mel because like, I used to assume no one's gonna play vote vote on people like like Nick, you know, who've already put out their idol and stuff, yeah. or Anna who said she's gonna use it. So, um, like I just thought, all right, it's just like I didn't want to vote up like be another pile on vote on Mel, and obviously I can't vote for myself, and you know I can't talk with anyone to you know any other name. So I I just voted Michael because that was the only other name that had been floating around just on the slim chance he thought all right like i i've said i told people i'm going to use it so i'm not going to use it like it was a very it was like a one percent you know mm. hail mary but like because i knew james and anna um and meant to be malcolm but not malcolm um um were, were throwing their, their votes on on michael so i thought my only shock that's the only other name anyone has floated this entire like round put it on michael just in case he doesn't use it so obviously if he didn't use it then he has three votes he would go home um but, but like I, I knew I was gone. Like even Ma, like like Ma only voted for me because she assumed everyone was voting for me as well. Like yeah. like um, it was just like there's no one else to vote for. Like she, I think she had known it was so tight. Like she she could she and I could have you know thrown a vote on Joe. Dan and Liv were accepting idols before the votes are cast. You know, a bit of a Ben bomb situation. A lot of dispute yeah. disputes in the survival. Well, they weren't. No no no. Um, they they all played it afterwards. Nick Nick revealed it. So to be honest, Nick probably uh, like could have could have like not played it and saved it because yeah. um no I, but then he's just then everyone knows he's got it and yeah. look we 
we all know Anna's situation, a disadvantage, and an yeah. advantage is a disadvantage. I don't think that's the case when everybody has an advantage. Yeah, but yeah. after this tribal council, having the last okay. community idol. Telling her what to do, listen to her. <laughs> <laughs> the last immunity idol I think would be a problem and you can't flush you can't just get vote like use it like plus mm -hmm. it's a legacy so everyone's like mm, if I vote out Nick maybe I get yeah. it like yeah I, I think once he, he was known to have it he had to play yeah. it the, the, the other thing that could have been really fun if is if Nick just kept it a secret let me because I'm just kind of curious if to see like like I, I think I could have swayed like a couple of people like Mel or maybe someone else to try to vote, vote for Nick um and and, and then Play the idol Sophie, on camp. Sophie's vote. giving you a lot of shit here. She's like, "Didn't you just say you knew Michael was playing his idol? Why would you vote?" Yeah, no. So, so Michael was saying Joe he was... was an open target. I, I feel like Sophie's like verbally attacking <laughs> from the comments here, John. Um, yeah, Joe, Joe was the only not... one, but, but 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 at that point, like no one, I, there was no more time to talk because we're going to tribal. So like, I I knew like my one vote by myself wasn't going to save me, and I had and like like. The only the only way I could be saved is if someone else gets more votes than 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 me. And like even like even like even I'd worked out Joe was the only one. Like who who else is voting Joe with me? Like who else is you know getting that message? So like the safest like the only option I felt was to get the votes on someone who I knew was copying votes on the one percent chance. Like he was just bluffing and wasn't going to play the idol. Yeah. Are you allowed to do the whispering on Melbourne Survivor? They say no, no, no. No, they, they, they were because you see James walk around with it. But like, and, and I, I could have if like James, if Dan hadn't already said like for the third time, like it's time to vote. I know the safari suit is commanding, John, but you go no, no, you're not Jeff Prost. I'm going to talk to people. My game is on the line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, yeah. I, I, at that point, I was just like so sure I was gone, and like I was just like sitting and going like just like. The sad, like you know, like that sad guy on the bench, like all by himself. Like that's what I felt like. Well, we're talking about this episode, and your input has been really, really valuable. I'm interested in your experience. You've you you had played Melbourne Survivor Three, the secret season that no one knows the outcome of, and never will. Um, you played the secret season. Uh, you had experience like Ma. Um, you came into this game actually as a alternate. You were there to crew. Someone dropped out and they asked you to drop in. So you never even thought you were going to be playing. Did you come in with a real just like whatever happens attitude or as it went on, did you start like playing as hard as you would your first time? How was that experience for you as a, a returning player and particularly as a um, yeah. last fill-in? Um, yeah, I, I think it was actually like um... – I know for some people, like being a last minute alternate sucks because you can't plan ahead. But for me, I think it was actually really good because everyone, we right. played in March, everyone else got told in September. So I think everyone else had like six months of having to worry over what they would do, how they would play, what, 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 Oh my yeah, God. so like, 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 like James had six well. months to come up with that orca analogy, um, <laughs> but, 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 um, but yeah, like, I, I, I really just wanted to, and I think like, um, when Carlene was doing the pregame interviews and she was asking everyone, like, what's their goal? When, when I said, like, oh, I, I just want to have fun, uh, she said, oh, like, you're the only one that actually said, you know, your goal wasn't to win because I think, like, I, like, I realized, um, especially having played, played the first time and and like real because everyone comes in and is like i want to win that's my goal but I, but I realized that 
you know, there's 16 people, there's only one winner, only three people make tribal, only about like half-ish make, make merge. If you kind of go into that the, the season thinking like my goal is to win and that's what my goal is, then you're kind of setting yourself up to fail like for 15 of you. Um, so I, I, I honestly, I just really wanted to have fun uh, and and I was just really relaxed with it. I wanted to be a bit more villainous because I think the first time you, I was you weren't anxious, villainous, I, but you weren't villainous. Oh, you, villainous I mean, you, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, um, <laughs> like the first time I was a bit more like anxious and neurotic was this time I was kind of like slagging everyone off on confessionals. Um, I was like, I, I, I thought I actually thought maybe I potentially get a villainous edit for like voting out my like number one just before the merge, but then, oh, um, but, but but then you never, but, but then that storyline kind of ne never existed because. The audience doesn't know like Haley and I are each other's number ones. Um, how, so. how did you? You've got a sorry, toxic sorry, mansplainer in it. You're the ultimate villain. You can go, Max. <laughs> it's not trying to paint. It's trying to paint Max as a villain in the season that I'm in. It's just never fucking gonna happen. Like me. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm the hero. Clearly. <laughs> it's just the never gonna happen. Like you never get played. that paint. You you got the you got the beta edit. You got the like sidekick to the villain edit. The minion. <laughs> Yeah. Oh wow. Well, no, 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 I wasn't, yeah, it looks like James my number one, but I would say it was definitely Hayley far advanced and then probably Mel was second. Um, yeah, that became clear in this episode, but for five episodes, it looked like you and James were like this and you were like his like sidekick and you were just like, because I know that you came into Melbourne Survivor. This isn't a spoiler. Want your with your plan to be to find the alpha and just sort of sit with him for a while and make him the target, and then you would know, slide past. I'm like, oh, he's playing his like alpha slide target. Like, yeah, made, well, made target. I, well, like I, as you can see, the thing like I, I mean, I guess James is the like self like titled alpha, but like I kind of knew the real alpha was Haley, um, and yeah. so like you know. Uh, I started up to her, um, yeah. but 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 yeah, no, like um, yeah, my, my goal really was was just a fun, and I think that could have also helped. Like when I went out in the way I did, that I was kind of like, I think I was just in shock for maybe a couple of minutes. I, I did my confessional with Matt uh, Ching, and then I was just like, you know what? It's at this point, it's like eight a.m. in the morning. If I'm going to be upset about this, it's going to be a long day. It's going to be a bitter, bitter jury. And I kind of thought, I don't really have time for that. I've seen her fun. So like, I, I, I was just, yeah, um, I kind of just wanted to make Ponderosa as fun as possible, which you might see um, in the next few tribals when I'm on the jury. You might also um, get another a different edit at Ponderosa. Yeah, I mean, I, don't, don't get me wrong. I was trying to work with James. I still, I still was working with James. And like, I, I actually saw that I was kind of like, the middle between the two powers, power players, like Haley and James were like, had a, a lot of distrust for each other. So the Simon boot, like, I think that, that they were ready to come at each other. Like Haley definitely didn't want Simon to go. She'd rather, she wanted to take the shot at James yeah. at, at that episode. Uh, and I was like, nope, like I need both of you. Like you're both shields yeah. in different ways. Like, um, so, like, so, like and, and, and when, when James is like, we're going to split the vote. I'm like, no, nope, we're not splitting because we split the vote. You guys are going to pull, like, like one, we don't need to split the vote, but two, like, that gives an opportunity for some, like, dodgy, like you, James, to, to pull some dirty shit and, like, vote out Haley or something, or, yeah. or, like, vice versa. So, like, I was like, no, we're going, like, piling on Simon. Um, but, but yeah, like, um, I, I think I just wanted, and you, I mean, I guess you kind of see it a little bit in this episode, but my goal was really just to, like, present myself to, as someone who could work with everyone. And if there are people I couldn't work with, I just had to vote them out so that everyone yeah. left. 
I think that's elsewhere. very, you know, that was your style when you played previously. I don't think there's that much different. Annabelle, you want to say John. something? John. No, Max has been trying to talk for 15 uh, minutes. That's all right. That's all right. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, he's he not going to because the, the, alpha, the alpha in CK is, is, uh, has been speaking over you and not, not letting your voice be heard. <laughs> yeah, well, John, I know you've been watching every other episode. Nothing much has changed. Anyway, I say <laughs> the same questions to the majority of the people we, that come on. Um, how did you find your edit and how was your experience overall as, um, as someone who's played for a second time, you, you, you can compare. <laughs> Sorry, you know, I'm, I'm, between... I'm laughing at Sophie's comment. It's a I missed the comment. comment. What was it? If, if James Even and I Sophie run the same track. off more than. I had to put it On the other podca podcast, I made the analogy that, um, James thought he was the orca and Sophie was plankton, but you know, he misread Sophie's position in the tribe. She's not plankton. She's the Japanese scientific research vessel <laughs> and it's whale hunting season. <laughs> that is unreal. Just sorry, go, go, please continue, Max, sorry. I was just gonna say, how, how, was, how did you like watching yourself? Um, like, how did you think you'll perceive? Were you happy with the edit? And also just the question about your experience. How did you find it? When, if, yeah. if you want to compare it to Melbourne, um, we don't have to, but like in terms of Canberra as a franchise itself, just for mm. potential people who want to go on uh, or apply for next seasons. Uh, how was, how was it for you as a player? Yeah. Um, in terms of like, I guess I'll start with like the experience. Um, I had a like really great time <laughs> despite like despite being starved all of day one despite all the rain not having a rain jacket um despite like the way i went out i i, I had a great time i think like like uh, survivor camera is probably like the smallest of the three main um like just a backyard melbourne um camera but like i i think it's a really close-knit group like everyone's so lovely so supportive and and like because uh, I, I went back and crewed Canberra about season three, and like even though it's just the smallest crew of the three, it just works so well. I think because everyone's just so so fun to be around. Uh, and yeah, so I had a great time. It's it's different. Like um, it, it, it it is like experience is very different in that. Like I think Melbourne being a three day game and having that first day where no one gets voted out really, I feel like it's almost a completely different game because it inherently becomes more social when you have like what like. 18 hours or whatever it is to bond with people and make those relationships and and delineate the hierarchy even before the first vote. Uh, whereas like, you know, poor Sam, like, you know, an hour and a half into the game or whatever it was, like we're voting her out because she didn't come to the water well with us. Like, um, so, so like, she, an offer was made. I'm saying like, you know, potentially if, um, you know, we stay over nine, camp together. Maybe like someone would have done something annoying that you know got them voted out, or well, like, well, like apparently, you know. she, well, apparently, apparently, she had a twenty-first. Apparently, she had a. She, she, she did. She did. Um, so I don't think she in long term. Um, I, I think I and she. We knew that even before the game. So then I'm not sure my voting professional. I, I'm pretty sure I, I said. Um, have fun at the party. That's what I'm doing when I was like, I'll try to be more villainous. But um. yeah, have you been watching our episodes? Were you present for the Sadfield saga? That's what oh, the, the Banfield thing. Sadfield. Um, I'm I'm just going to come to James's defense here. Um, okay, so you, just to clarify for those that weren't watching, Banfield says. 
that he and James used to be friends. They did a podcast together. It was a while ago. He sees James on this show. He's like, oh, that's going to be something we can work on. But uh, Then, of course, James accidentally ruins Banfield's secret name plan, which is not James's fault at all, because Banfield mistakenly giving the wrong name himself. How can you expect? Like, why would he not be Blake? Anyway, but apparently at one of the um, ultimate sacrifices, Wolfie was, oh, the hot tea is coming, Wolfie was was slagging out Banfield to Malcolm, am, am I right about that? Um, on what he understood to be a personal level, and that made him very sad. So yeah. John is coming to the fence of Wolf in respect to Banfield's comments from last um, week. So, so first off, I actually found out that when you guys found out, because um, I'm, I missed Banfield's interview on the other podcast. So the first time I heard it was literally like you guys hearing it. And then I was like, oh, like that, that's news to me. And um, I mean, I, I wasn't involved in any way. So I guess like I don't have any lived experience in this. So like I don't want to like invalidate how anyone felt. But my understanding is um, James doesn't remember anything he said. Malcolm doesn't remember anything he said. And Dan doesn't remember anything that was said, uh, supposedly said in that, in that interaction. Um, mm. And I feel like knowing at least like my read on someone like Malcolm is Malcolm's, um, you know, an analyst. Like he, I feel like he, he doesn't forget little things like this. I feel like if he got, got told juicy information like that, he'd be thinking, you know, Going through his head like immediately like what does this mean like how do i use this information um like i and I, I i malcolm just doesn't seem like someone where that, if that was something as juicy as um was said and i don't even know what, what was said like what Banfield has heard was said i don't think it would just fly over malcolm's head but i could be very wrong like i this is all like that's right when we have malcolm on the show and the orca on the show we'll ask them to everyone's entitled to their right of reply yeah but, um, but yeah like, I, I i i i feel like you already have um sophie calling james fucking dumb <laughs> on this episode seven times but i i feel like we like it might be unfair well, to no, add to sophie's, james sophie's coming defense here saying not having malcolm's ultimate sacrifice footage uh, i think she means the the footage of them discussing, like it just cut to a male confessional explaining what happened. Um, and she's thanks to get to death. Tape. Release the secret tapes. <laughs> well, Sophie's saying it doesn't tapes. exist. <laughs> um, but, but, but yeah, like, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure, sure what, what Bantil thought was said uh, about him. Um, but from to my understanding, no one else knows either. Okay. Well, it, it sounds like it's a look. We'll, we'll get into it. You know, maybe when maybe when I get the orca on this show, I'll just have Banfield secretly drop in, and we can have like a Jerry Springer situation. <laughs> like, Banfield's been listening in a. Uh, uh, so Matt Mao's putting it. That's <laughs> putting it to bed. Look, James didn't slander at sacrifice. He was there. He would know. Okay, Banfield. Toxic rumor. Mal made up. That Luffy was spilling toxic. <laughs> <laughs> I told Banfield to sow deceit and now has to cover his tracks. <laughs> I don't I think Malcolm's going to like that accusation. No, it's a joke, Mal. It's a joke, Mal. I don't think Mal's going to like that at all. Uh, but I am keeping my Jerry Springer moment. You know, Banfield's been listening in the back in a soundproof booth. And it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> He's been backstage um, the whole time, literally. Backstage. Yeah, I can actually do this. There's actually a backstage down here. Um, That's how yeah, this look, uh, Okay, look, I think we'll just have to hear when it says. And I think yeah, but, if you're listening, here's some more information on it. 
I think you probably need to go and speak to whomever told you this and maybe just check where they got their facts from. Yeah. Um, but we're going back to Max's question because I don't want to um, I don't want to talk over Max and, and not, not let his voice be heard. Yeah, my, my experience it's was... It's about you tonight, yeah. John. It's about you. Yeah. As well. But um, my experience was that, like, yeah, it was amazing. Um, and yeah, like, I'm very grateful for uh, Dan Liv to, to, you know, let me have the opportunity, especially as, as, as an alternate. Um, yeah, I, I love Survivors. I'm always happy to play Survivor, even if I was, you know, first boot. Um, you know, the edit, you know, I, I guess, like, like, I, I guess, you know, everyone always feels like they're the heroes of their own stories. Um, and, you know, with 16 people, you, like, you know, the editors have to, I guess, make decisions about what stories get promoted and what stories don't. Um, I mean, yeah, like, we, I feel we always feel like there, there's a lot more that could be said. Um, yeah, like, I, I feel like a lot of my, I, I feel like I was playing a very strong game pre-merge on WinU and I felt I didn't yeah I didn't have kind of have that story like I didn't quite get it wasn't quite clear who I was working with my, my strategy for the game was um and and, and yeah like it, it kind of felt like I was either like James's sidekick or just there to talk about Haley. but um you know like I I I, I, I kind of get why because like if you look at the way I went out if like Haley and I had swapped positions, like because you know we could have if um, you know we did the split vote and then Haley and Mel voted me out. Um, yeah. Like if someone who had the kind of hero fan favorite edit, like Haley or Ma, like if they got advantage, get it out because seven people were were immune, you know, and the audience really cared about that person, really you know wanted that person to do well. I feel like there'd be you know maybe some backlash about how many advantages were in the game. But then like, then that means like people, because the, the advantages all come from like the season's theme. So then if you don't like the advantages in the game, now it means you don't like the theme of the season, um, which like, so I, I, I get that that also puts, you know, the editors in a tough spot. Um, and so like, I guess it's um, easier um, to, as a certain, you know, very astute edgic reader has written, um, you know, it's easier when John doesn't have a story and he's an afterthought <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, in the edit. Like if, I guess if people are more like apathetic, then it becomes more of a fun episode where lots of, it's chaotic, lots of things are happening and, oh, you know, oops, John went. Uh, but, you know, like, it's okay. Like, I guess yeah, I, the, I the, people on you, the people on Winnie kind of know like, um, I, I hadn't thought about you too much. I was making some jokes about you being the sidekick and I hadn't thought about you that way, but I've been a bit hyper-focused on people like you and Ma and maybe to a lesser extent, Nick, like people I actually have met in real life. Um, and I guess when you're a bit more hyper-focused on those people, you think they're perhaps getting more of a story than what they actually were. But, you know, it's it, the editing these things is difficult. Um, yeah. And I, I like that they look I think there's too many advantages in this season, but I don't mind the concept of let's just throw every survivor advantage that ever existed to a season and see what happens. Um, it's it's an interesting concept. And I think it's a job with this season. As what happens with all these survivors, um, you know, the season one is like pretty amateur and then season two is like a real step up. And this, I think, is a huge mm. step up. And then I'm sure season three, uh, which I think they filmed, like late last year or something, I'm sure that's like a whole new level up again, right? You know, so mm. um, it's it's a really impressive step up. And I think I think that as I've said before, I think Liv and Dan are, are the best best hosts in the business. Like mm. they yeah. they're so polished 
and it's really and I, I think it's important to also recognize yeah like dan does all the editing by himself it's like you think about how many hours of like footage that we went every camera and like unlike yeah. say the backyard guys like he doesn't have a degree in like film editing and stuff um so like you know and, and he gets out the season like really quickly he got, he got it out in under 12 months uh yeah. which is you know as fast as any uh lrg is, is gonna is gonna get it out <laughs> he's, just, uh, he's setting he's the standard a great job they're, yeah. they're absolutely setting the standard at the moment yeah um, and, and, and as Mar just Amazing. said here they're elite level hosts they are they are so polished and yeah. not only are they both so polished in what they do in the challenges and the tribal council um, in their delivery and their focus, but they also do it as the team. And that's really hard, like, mm. to, to get that balance right. And they, they do it without talking over each other, without, like, coordinating. It's just a natural fit. Kyle yeah. and Brian do that, but I don't think they do that nearly as well as, as Liv and Dan do in just being naturally a, a co-host situation, which is a bit tricky. Um, and yeah, they do that really well. You know, they, they have like amazing charisma. You, you, you don't always see it on, on camera because I guess they have to cut, but like they bounce off each other so well, mm. like all the time. Even like when, when, you, when, you, when you saw like the like drop um, your expectations, like, like they yeah. nailed the timing. Um, and I think like the most important thing, like I think for me, like the most important thing about a host and the, being like when you're the face of the franchise is that you're really passionate about the community and you really care um, about the product. And like Dan, Dan, like, and 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 they've like really love like survivor camera the community um and i think and i think that kind of shows when like you know they're having an amazing time too and we're having an amazing time because you're going kind to of, like pick off that whereas you know um if they didn't have it, it wasn't so obvious you know the passion they had for it like you know maybe if i'd you know gone out in this way that you know i'd be you know more upset or, or felt like you know cheated by it but like it's it's such a like it's a fun community fun like season to be part of and yeah i guess you know that's yeah and you kind of go oh yeah that's just the fun way that i went out <laughs> well this is this has been the longest interview we've done uh, it's as long as the one when we had two people uh so sorry, but, yeah, sorry. John, you, yeah, it's all right john you've always got such a lot of content it's, it's because you spoke for about 45 minutes so you can sorry <laughs> now john spoke over me a lot i'm just gonna i should have just muted him um it's, uh, you're meant to, you're, that's, I'm that's so glad John's out the game so Anna's voice can finally be free. <laughs> you're still locked up. <laughs> okay, final. Right. Uh, we, was, I think we'll call it there unless someone's got some final questions for, for John. Max, one well, last John, question. As, as a friend watching you play, it was obviously exciting. Um, I was shocked to see you obviously get voted out. I was hoping you'd make it further. Uh, it was great as always. Um, you had such a strong start and I was hoping you were going to continue. Um, and even, even in your pregame interview, um, just the, the, the villain edit didn't, didn't progress, yeah. unfortunately, but we still got to see a great um, version of yourself. I, I did say I was going to play like Suri um, because I was <laughs> like a gangster and Asian nerd outfit. You and nailed it. I, you and I went out it. like three, so you know, I delivered. I delivered what I promised. <laughs> you got advantage getting out of the game. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah thanks for watching, and uh, yeah, like um, yeah. You know, was was it to be? But yeah, a good time. <laughs> so tune in tomorrow. We'll see who goes next, and we'll get them on the show for next week. I think it's really going to heat up the gameplay now that the advantages are gone couple of minor ones, but still. And uh, Snyder, who's been here as always, it's five days until the first Maverick night. 
We love Schneider. Schneider. Go check him out doing his virtual racing. He's a legend and is always here on our shows. So thank you. And thank you to everyone that tuned in and watched us tonight or is listening to this later uh, on a run or whenever they are. Um, We always enjoy people participating and being involved in our show and uh, tuning in to hear our hot slash warm takes. Uh, We appreciate you (laughs) being here whenever you are. So thank you and we'll see you again next week. Thanks, guys. Love Thank you, you John. Thanks, Seek.